Hello, this is Heather Gebo, one of the deacons at the Virgins Congregational Church. This is portions of our service from March 6, 2022. The scripture lesson for later in the service comes from Deuteronomy chapter 26, verses 1 through 11, and Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Beloved of God, we are here. <laughs> oh, Jenny, how good to hear you in person. <laughs> yes. Oh. I'm going to quote Sherry this morning without her permission, asking for her forgiveness. What she just said at the back of the church is, there's no need for me to do anything. You all just want to talk to one another. <laughs> I will take that to heart. I will take that. Oh, my dear friends, we are gathered together in this sanctuary. We are gathered together as God's people that we may worship God in this space, that we may be in that rich fellowship with Jesus the Holy One, that calls us together as brothers and sisters in faith. And that with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we are empowered and comforted. We are made uncomfortable that we may go out these doors and continue to serve with goodness and peace in our world. Welcome each and every one. A couple of things about our worship this morning. You'll see a bunch of candles here this morning. Seven weeks ago, when I began my call as your bridge pastor, we were entering into the season of Epiphany. We did not know that we were going to take a six-week hiatus from this sanctuary. And so I bought all these candles to give to the congregation that we may together go through the season of Epiphany with the light of God. The candles are here this morning. They are for you. And Sherry, I'm going to quote you again. You've got to stop giving me these good quotes. At the beginning of Epiphany, when I said, what am I going to do with all these candles? Sherry said, be patient, the light is coming. Here is the light. Take one after the service and take it home, that the light may continue to guide us in all ways. The light is here and the light is coming. For many years, when I lived in southern Vermont, I worshipped among the brothers at the Western Priory, the Benedictine brothers. And they have a beautiful statement that they close every service with. Blessings on our absent brothers and sisters. And so, dear friends, even as we gather here in this sanctuary, we acknowledge and are mindful of those who are not with us this day. Those who, for compromised health issues, other reasons, or wintering away from us in Virgins are not here. And so again, that phrase, blessings on our absent brothers and sisters. May we together say that? Blessings on our absent brothers and sisters. Thank you as an acknowledgement that we are community, whether gathered in these walls or outside the walls. And we gather together for our gathering prayer. Holy companion of our wilderness wandering, draw near to us and give us strength. Remind us of the ways in which you have always been a God of liberation for the alienated 
and lost. Lead us to embrace our vocation to authentically serve you and one another, reaching beyond ourselves to empower the powerless. Amen. Good morning. The scripture this morning, the first scripture is from the Hebrew text Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verses 1 through 11, and can be found on page 158 of your pew Bible. When you have come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance to possess, and you possess it, and you settle it, settle in it, you shall take some of the first of all of the fruit of the ground, which you harvest from the land that the Lord your God is giving you, and you shall put it in a basket and go to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. You shall go to the priest who is in office at that time and say to him, Today I declare to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my ancestor. He went down into Egypt and lived there as an alien, few in number, and there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us by imposing hard labor on us, we cried to the Lord. And the Lord of the God of our ancestors, the Lord, heard our voice and saw our, our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with a terrifying display of power and with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place, gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. You shall set it down before the Lord your God and bow down before the Lord your God. Then you, together with the Le Levites and the aliens who reside among you, shall celebrate all the bounty that the Lord your God has given to you and to your house. And our section, second scripture is from Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, and can be found on page 835 of your pew Bible. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I, get, I will give their glory all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will be all of yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. 
Then the devil took to him to Jerusalem and placed him on a pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands you will bear you, will, they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time.
Thank you, Heather, for the reading of the scripture. In fact, there are just so many thank yous. Thank you to God that we can gather together in this place. Thank you for the call to serve among you for this time while Elliot is on parental leave. Blessings to him and to Elizabeth and to Lydia. Thank you to this incredible congregation, to all the leaders. Thank you, Mike, for all you do. Jenny, Liam, Sue and Bill listening to the choir, rehearsing, getting the choir together this morning. Ah, it is so good that we are together with deep gratitude, with deep gratitude. I also want to say that I think uh, Liam set the bar here for what the message is about, going into the wilderness on this first Sunday in Lent, going into the wilderness and what it is that we take with us and what we leave behind. And that's exactly what happened this past Thursday night in our first uh, Lenten study. There are, I think, 11 of us on Zoom, and this is what we talked about. What is it that we need to give up, to leave behind? What weighs us down? And what is it that nurtures us and feeds us that we take with us? On Wednesday of this past week, while I was here at the church, a member of the congregation that I will not name said about coming back to worship, we have sacrificed so much. We have as a congregation, sacrifice so much. We have, as people of the state of Vermont, sacrifice so much. As citizens of the United States and as world citizens, there is so much sacrifice going on, is there not? And we need to acknowledge that. We really need to talk about that. The sacrifice and uncertainty of the wilderness time. And maybe we don't even need to name that wilderness because we have been living in it. Have we not? For two years. And we're continuing to live in a wilderness of uncertainty, bewilderment. That wilderness of this incredible pandemic, the wilderness of mental health challenges, the wilderness of isolation, the wilderness, let us acknowledge, millions of people of Ukraine, wandering in the wilderness, losing their homes, their livelihood, wandering as refugees. The book of Deuteronomy, written thousands of years ago, says, a wandering Aramean was my ancestor. We only have to look at the news to know there are wandering refugees right now. Wherever you are in your spiritual life right now, whatever wilderness you are encountering, the scriptures and this gathering speak to us of the support that we receive from God, from God's Holy One, Jesus, from the Holy Spirit, and from this congregation that we can share with one another our deepest concerns, what wilderness looks like for us, and to know that we are held in prayer and held in unconditional love. Luke describes what Jesus encountered in the wilderness. I love what Liam did this morning. Absolutely fabulous. I, I, I do have a little joke. I, you never should say you have a joke because then people think they have to laugh. Okay, when he was with his banana phone, I wanted to call out, all you need is an apple phone. Okay, all right, okay. Piece of fruit. Okay, thank you. That's my joke for the day. Okay. <laughs> Luke describes what happened to Jesus in the wilderness. In I'm wondering what Jesus packed. Right? 
because he was being tempted to turn the stones into bread. Maybe he didn't have enough food. Maybe he himself was in that wilderness of isolation, questioning his very identity, questioning how he should move forward in the days to come. And the temptations that came to him were not a temptation to do violence or to cheat or to rob. The temptations that came to him were about his very identity and authenticity. Sometimes that's what happens to us in the wilderness. We doubt who we are. We doubt what we should do. We are uncertain, unmoored, unrooted, and begin to question God, God's self. And that is a wilderness experience. And I'm guessing that each and every one of us has known or knows right now what that wilderness experience feels like. Our ancestors in the faith, those wandering Arameans, our ancestors in the faith who came that close to the promised land that we hear about in the book of Deuteronomy this morning, they were glimpsing that promised land after nearly 40 years in the wilderness, not two years of a pandemic, but 40 years in the wilderness, wondering and wondering what would happen to them next. And in this book, they remember how they were fed in the wilderness. And they were fed with the manna that came for just one day. Right? You know that story. It was just, just enough for that day. Which brings us to communion for this morning. I know, I shouldn't say I know, I know how I feel. I want to have that big loaf of bread here. I want to break that bread and I want us to take those big hunks of chunks of yeasty bread and devour it. And does anybody remember what a common cup was like? We used to do that in a church I served. Or the little cups, something that we would share for today. Just for today. Just like our ancestors in the faith who see the promised land, we're getting a glimpse. We're getting a glimpse of these tiny little individual cups and the wafers. And when we get to communion, I'll say more about that. But that is the promise that God gives us. Just enough for the day. Just for this time for us to continue to be as safe as possible. Beloved of God, just as those ancestors in the faith wandered and they didn't carry with them any cast iron pans or any weights, not nine pairs of shoes, they carried what they needed for the journey. And so it is that we trust in God. God is enough for the journey. And as one of my spiritual friends says, when I'm finding it hard to trust in God, can I trust in you? We have each other, this beloved faith community. We are on that journey. Thanks be to God. Amen. May we pray together, please. Holy One in whom we live and move and have our being, may we always and ever draw closer and closer to you to hear your words of invitation that you are a God who journeys with us in wilderness and in abundance, a God who is with us when the sap is flowing and when the weather is freezing. 
You are the gentle disturber of the satisfied, and you are the fierce comforter of those who are afflicted. Lord, you have heard the prayers of this congregation, the prayers spoken aloud, the ones held in the silence of our hearts, and the prayers beyond these walls of our community and our world. We begin with our world praying for the refugees of Ukraine. Sometimes with sighs too deep for human words, we pray for these war-torn places and for the suffering of so many. Lord, hear our prayers for peace. We come with the burdens that we carry and the sufferings that are so deep and so generational. We mourn and grieve the passing of loved ones that we have named this morning for comfort and hope in the midst of grief for all of those who are engaging in new beginnings, new homes, new jobs, we ask your blessing. We pray for those whose days on earth are dwindling down to a few, that you will grant them the confidence that nothing will separate them from your love. Holy One, silence is often the very best voice of holiness. May we be steeped in it, and in this silence, may our hearts be calmed. Spirit of life, presence in the wilderness, just enough bread for the journey. Continue to point us in hope to the promised lands that we pray for. Breathe deeply your love into us and renew our energy, our hope, and our lives. We pray all of this in the same way that Jesus in the wilderness prayed to you. And he left us these words when we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Beloved of God, this is a day of new beginnings gathered together as God's people in this sanctuary, fed by the presence of Jesus, the Holy One, gifted with the bread and cup of communion, and being a community of deep love with one another. Let us go now into this season of Lent with the constant companionship of God, and let us go with a light. Be sure to come forward and get your light, and always be the light and be love. Amen.